Hey guys, welcome back to Davi the Scapegoat. Get ready to laugh and be entertained because Rondell Smith is not your average comedian. If you want to catch up and see what Rondell's up to, follow at who is Rondell, and that's Rondell with two N's. Rondell is here to teach me a thing or two because Rondell is a quitter, a quit enthusiast, and he says he knows what my problem is and he can help. So Rondell is going to teach me how to embrace the flake, be unreliable, be absentee, be quiet, be a nope man, and be your own number one priority. Quit trying to make improvements and quit arguing about inequity. Quit sacrificing your mental health for a paycheck. Quit being a satasaurus. And have some respect for yourself. Be a quitter. Now, are you inspired or are you more like me? And has the thought got you feeling a little tense too? Well, quit it. This episode is a roller coaster and no one checked my safety harness for this ride. I want to thank our episode sponsor, AG1, for the energy for this one. I'm on AG1 because last spring, like a total bonehead, I sacrificed my mental health and my physical health for a paycheck. I wasn't putting myself first. I wasn't making me a priority. And for that, my health suffered. We all do it. You might be doing it right now. Well, maybe you should quit it. Maybe you should take care of you today. Maybe you should get yourself some AG1 by Athletic Greens. Go to athleticgreens.com Davi. And let me tell you a little story real quick about how I went to the doctor when I still had that good corporate insurance. You know the kind I'm talking about, that good stuff. My hair was falling out. My nails were painful, cracking, thin, and brittle. I wasn't sleeping. I got so weak that I couldn't work out anymore because I was hurting myself. My skin was looking dull and lifeless, and I was just wandering around with bad posture from doing way too much of that sad Charlie Brown pose. And my doctor said, are you experiencing more stress at work these days? <laughs> oh, after we stopped laughing at that, she said, let me check some levels and see how I can help you. And with those results, I was able to do some research online, and I learned that 11 of the supplements I needed are available for me to sip in AG1 by Athletic Greens, plus like 70 more. One scoop of AG1 is less than one gram of sugar, and I feel so much better. People have started commenting on my skin glowing. My stylist said that my hair is noticeably fuller and stronger, and I've never been able to grow my nails so long. And right now, they are so long and strong. I'm not hiding them under fake false nails anymore. These babies are 100% real. And I can tap them on the... Do you want to hear it? Listen to those puppies. They're real. I feel like a fancy lady, but also like a velociraptor. And I know that using AG1 to improve my energy, my focus, and my overall health is making me a clever girl. There's going to be a lot of dinosaur references today, so get ready. Where is your roar? Where is your energy? Where are you? Don't you miss the you before life handed you those lemons? Why don't you trade those lemons in for a little green nutritional drink from AG1 today? Take some ownership over your health and make yourself your number one priority. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase of AG1. So go to athleticgreens.com slash Davi. That's athleticgreens.com slash Davi. All right, back to the one, the only, the biggest quitter of all time, Rondell Smith. Rondell is a comedian from Atlanta, Georgia. You may recognize his voice from the Davi the Scapegoat episodes with Georgia followers and Brian Moot. 
recorded at iHeart Studios. He's hanging out with me today, and I'm so lucky to have you here, dude. You've been on the stage at the Comedy Store, yes. which is uh, epic, epic, yes, and a goal of mine. I Zany's Nashville was like a huge goal for me, and yeah. I finally got that one. And I'm like, Comedy Store, Comedy Store, come on now, Comedy Store, come on now. You're so cool. So you went to Gordon College. I did. Grew up in comedy, grew up in the theater, been doing stand-up how long? Uh, for about ten and a half years now. Ten and a half years, yeah. and your talent and your humor is well known all well, through the city of Atlanta. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> you know what's funny? Well, before you finish that, you know what's funny about that bio? Here's the funny thing about that bio. I don't know if you know what ChatGPT is. Yeah. Okay, so I wrote that bio in ChatGPT, and ChatGPT just... Made it, made it, made it sound like sound like that shit. You know what gotcha. I mean? That's not me actually talking. But uh, just want to let you, just want to let you, yeah. Just tell like, people you have an assistant. You know, oh, that, that did this for you. That's Chat what G I thought. ChatGPT is my assistant. Yeah, ChatGPT <laughs> is my assistant. That's it. You gotta like do a fake email. And then be like, yeah, let me get Kevin. Exactly. You know, just and you you like CC Kevin on that email. And I go, oh, my God, you got. That, you, is, that is very smart. I never yeah. thought of that. I'm doing that. Dude, I remember hearing like audio recordings of Donald Trump like faking being his his own assistant. Really? Like from way back when. Oh, that uh, is I think dope. That, that's probably, you could still find it on YouTube probably, but I remember laughing so hard because he would do like a, a fake voice. Oh, that's And then be like, let me get the Donald. That's you know? incredible. <laughs> that's, I don't know why I haven't thought you about that. You gotta do that, man. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you about workplace toxicity today because yes. that is the theme of the show these days. Yes. We are in season two of Dobby the Scapegoat and you've been featured on a lot of different TV shows. I have. People have seen you all over and they probably didn't even realize they were looking at Rondell Smith. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to tell me about some of the places you work today. And I was like, you want to change those names no. and those places and those things and just give us hints. And you were like, fuck no. that. Negative. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I am. Um, I'm one half of uh, the number one social media platform in the state of Georgia called Georgia Followers. Uh, we've been around for about 10 years as well, probably 10 or 11 years. And uh, I've been doing most of our content on that. So I think one of the biggest things that we do now, we do food reviews, which I absolutely love doing the food reviews. Uh, that's dope. Put a little comedic insight in it, you know what I mean, while eating. And then um, I also was the uh, this I was the black guy on Chrissy Knows Best. So a is lot of that is that, that what they that was, had you in the crowd? No, 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 no. Okay. My name was Ron. My <laughs> name was no. My name, no, yeah. My <laughs> name was Rondell on the show. But I mean, I was the, I was the black guy on the show. And it's what what's crazy is. I stuck out like a sore thumb because it's, I was just in a show with just nothing but I've white people. I've never watched it, so it's, it's just... It's the... Uh, how do I describe... How do I describe Chris Knows Best? It's... Uh, oh, Run's... Have you ever watched Run's House? You remember Run's House on MTV? Yeah. It's the white version of Run's House. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's very. Right. It's a very wholesome show, and then you got a bunch of chaos, and then, you know, at the end of the show, they come and they, they pull it back all together, and they talk about the, how, it, how it relates to family. Is and, he a priest? Who? Oh, no. Todd's a real estate agent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He started off in real estate. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, but yeah, they got a. They're. I think they're on their tenth season now. Eight, ninth season, tenth season. But yeah, that's where I. That's where I first started uh, getting on TV, and um, I was on that for seven seasons, and that was fun. That was very much so fun. It was fun because I didn't realize how big that television show was until I started filming like the first three seasons of it, or the I was in the three seasons of it, and people just started noticing me out of nowhere, and that was really weird. Because I'm like, wait, what? And why? How? What do you? And they're just like, yeah, hey, Rondell from Christian Knows Best. Yeah. I'm just like, the the weirdest thing about getting noticed, and a lot of a lot of people. I mean, you probably get this too. A lot of people watch that show. Yeah, <laughs> here's the thing though. When you, when you get noticed, and Dob, you probably get this too. Probably people look at you and go, hey, you're that you're you're the person. And I go, what person? 
I always go, what what person are you talking about? Because I want to see I want to see where you know me from, I, yeah. or or just are you just about to make up some bullshit and be like, yeah, man, you're in Spider Man or some shit like that? Nah, dog. So um, I had this one old white lady, and she goes, <laughs> she literally looks at me and she goes, Chrisley knows best. Right out, I, just I right out there. Chrisley knows best. Just, I said, I said, well, that's not my name, but yeah, yes, just like, <laughs> but like glares it at you. Yeah, just Chrisley knows, <laughs> like points her finger. Chrisley mm-hmm. knows best, and I was just like, yeah, but my name is Rondell. But yeah, just want to let you know. But it's nice to meet you, though. Like it's very nice to meet you. So yeah. it was fun doing that show, man. And then I stopped, and you know, kept doing stand up, and now we're working on some projects. Yeah, yeah, things went a little awry for them, yeah, but yeah, you're yeah, yeah. doing great. I'm doing good. I'm <laughs> doing, doing good. So they're good. good. They're good. They're doing, you know, they're doing good too. Like, you know, everybody's over there in good spirits. So, okay, you know, good. You know. Okay. Just shit like, happens. That a lot of shit things happens. happened last year and yeah. I was kind of like out of the loop of the internet. So, and I remember coming back and going, "Oh no, what happened to that yeah, little man, guy?" Shit happens, man. Shit happens. That's all I can say about that. Shit happens. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to talk to you today because everybody is coming in with different types of workplace toxicity stories and different ways that we've had a lot of entrepreneurs that are in their stages of metamorphosis and business creation and they're spreading their wings and flying and they're thriving on the other side of hardships. And we have some people have never quit. Which is weird. And Which is weird. Some people have always been fired Damn. and you are a always quit i'm an habitual quitter <laughs> you are such a quitter I'm a habitual <laughs> quitter especially if it's shit i don't want to do i'm a habitual quitter man and i find the craziest ways to quit i find the craziest ways to quit but i you get me at a job you got you got three four months out of me till i re, till i figure out if i want to stay for a second or mm-hmm. if i want to leave after okay. that fourth month it's just like well yep this is boring i'm just about to quit Okay. Now, how I quit is is the issue. Got it. That's the issue. The, That's why I know I probably would how never. How hard do you go? Yeah, I probably would never get any recommendations when it comes to like previous employers, like because I know that for a fact. Ever from any of them? Probably maybe one, but other than that, yeah. Like I just, I just. Here's the thing. That man. gives me hope though, because you're doing all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm straight. Without all those assholes' opinions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't need an. I don't. Yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah. Here's, I, but I quit because I don't think I'm gonna get a recommendation from my last. Oh. <laughs> They're definitely it's tough, man. They're definitely not. It's tough, <laughs> that's man. That's so. But I mean, your your face card is good enough to where you don't need no recommendations. Eh, dog. You, we'll know, see. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dog? You know, I'm open. You know what I'm saying? You're giving me hope. But uh, I I quit in the most some terrible, some just like I don't care, and then some I gave respect to. Like the last job I had was I worked as a swim instructor. I've been working as a swim instructor since I was like, I don't know, I mean 19, 20, something like that. And I've always swim instructor has been e- swim instructing has been easy to me and mm-hmm. I like to I like the water. So but the last job I had, uh I was working. Um I did not I just could not do it anymore. My my physical and mental state could not handle being with children anymore. Like working with kids in the water, it was just tearing me to pieces. There's a lot of responsibility they could die. Uh, they could in lit- your hands, literally. But they're also like very defiant. Very defiant. So you're like, just Please. listen to me. I've had a kid. I've literally had a kid jump off the wall, and I looked at him for about three to five <laughs> seconds and said, "I'm gonna let you figure it out because I told you to sit down." <laughs> and like, and literally, he looked. He uh, you could is the terror in his face, looking mm-hmm. at me, going, "Save me, dude! Save like, me!" And I grabbed him after five seconds. Yeah. And I sat him on the wall and I said, 
Now, do you understand? He said, yes, Mr. Smith. Yes. <laughs> You're yes. not my lineage. Yeah, yes, yes. And I, I don't said, owe you anything. <laughs> yeah. Don't jump off that wall again, man. Because yeah. next time I'm going to let you drown. And it's I'm, your mom's just going to be like, well, how did he die? Well, here's what happened. All right? I really recommend standing up for yourself against kids Dude, sometimes. Dude, what? I, be, yeah. I, bro, I don't care about, listen, I love children, but yeah, man, fuck them kids. <laughs> I can't not remember. all of them. Um, most like, of them. Like, I, I had one steal my credit card one time. Wait, and, what? Like, yeah, well, like, they, they nabbed my credit card out of, like, a little lanyard, and they ran over to, you know those um machines where they squish a penny? Oh, yeah. Like. They tried to. They tried to put your, oh shit. The, it took credit cards. Oh wow. Those bastards. Damn. <laughs> like it was a very like Cracker Barrel situation where it was like, it charges you, you know, a dollar for a couple and she did like several. Damn. Like so fucking that many bastards. That little. It was insane. Did she even give you one? <laughs> no. I was like, she didn't even give you fine. one. I was just like. Hold on. Like, it was just funny because when there's a lot of chaos yeah, yeah, going yeah. on, they can pickpocket you so Oh, yeah, for sure. So quickly. For sure. Yeah, because they're little. You're not looking down yeah. at your knees, man. No guess, it's not as bad when you're in swim trunks, I guess. Like, yeah. can they get your wallet? No, but they, I'm like, yeah, I've been robbed by a kid before. Yes. And everybody was laughing at me when I told him. I was like, this is serious. Yeah, this is. And, and why it, am I? Why are you laughing? Somebody, some kid told, some, some somebody's parent told that little kid to do that, though. Well. Had to be. Yeah. There's no way that kid was like, you know what I see? I see that wallet right there about to go get it yeah <laughs> well also too though that kid knew what he was doing because he's that kid done it before and he and whatever he or, she, he or she knew that if they went took that credit card and went over to this machine yep. and they knew they'd get a prize yeah. oh they've done that before that's not their first rodeo yeah you just were you just they just got you i asked i went up to the people i was like how do you not have like a thing for a pin number yeah. on that fucking penny well, yeah, machine what's up, dog? I'm like, i just bought 25 dollars in flattened the, pennies come on man and who we the, gotta carry him out in a sack. And what was the and what was what was on the pen? Like what what character was on the penny? It was just like different characters for the particular theme park we were. Oh in. my <laughs> gosh, man! They fucking robbed you for different little goofballs, bullshit ass, no, smash pennies. It was it, it's funny and it's kind of like you know now I know everybody was laughing at me because it's like you got robbed by a child, but I'm like you know what, tiny hands. Yeah. You're not feeling that shit. You get, yeah, they're yeah. perfect. Yeah. The perfect crime. Yeah, they're like raccoon fingers, man. You're not feeling that shit. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like, oh, hey. But, yeah, if a raccoon stole some shit out of my pocket, I deserve it. Because yeah. I, I didn't feel that shit. You're like, oh, you have to go to the bathroom? What's wrong with you? Oh, exactly. you were just fidgeting. Exactly. Because, uh, and then later on, you're like, I'm missing $200 bills. Come on, man. How the See, that's... And, and they planted drugs on me. How? Yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. exactly. Like... That's why I say fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids, man. <laughs> but no, uh, but no. I, uh, Back to your story. Sorry. I, um, I yeah, I worked at a I worked at a swim instructing school for like I think a year, and I had just mentally been broken down and physically been broken down. My hair was falling out, all kind from the chlorine, all Ooh. kinds of shit was happening. My skin was getting all irritated. I was like, yeah, I'm done. And um. One day I woke up and I just sent an email to my boss, my manager, and I just said, hey, uh, I got I admitted myself into a mental hospital. And I know it's the fucked up way to do this. I just said, I admitted myself into a mental hospital. She goes, oh, my God, Rondell, are you OK? <laughs> I said, no, I'm not OK. I just admitted myself <laughs> in a mental hospital. Why would you what question me? What the fuck would you question me that? <laughs> no, I'm not OK first. Yeah. And, and she goes, OK, well, take the time, take all the time you need. And when she said that, I said, got him. Because I knew I wasn't coming back. Yeah. Dude, she emailed me two weeks later and goes, hey, just want to see how long you're going to be out. I said, I'm never coming back. Okay. <laughs> so just, you... I literally just, I just emailed her and said, I'm never coming back. 
sent the email, dude. Yeah. She sent me seven, eight, nine, ten emails after that. I didn't answer any of it. Didn't even read None them. Of, okay. Didn't even read them. That was the that was the most wicked way I've ever quit. And Do was, you know that you probably sent her to a mental hospital? Oh, one hundred percent, dog. Like she, she probably I've went never through ever thought about. Yeah, they can't. What can they do with that? They can't say shit to that. They can't do you. If I, I don't know. Sometimes I've had places ask for like a doctor's note. Well, if they, you can't give them a doctor's note if you don't come back. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck I don't need to get. Listen, I checked myself in. They said I'm going to be here for a month. Now they said I, I relapsed. I'm being sorry. Re- Oops. The, my bad. Yeah. The whole time I'm in a whole other fucking state. They told me you're the problem. Yeah. You're like, my problem. Yeah. I can't come back. My therapist. You. My therapist says fuck them kids. That's what my but, therapist said. So do you wait until? <laughs> I'm like, how do you quit? Nah. Sorry. Right. Do you wait until you get like the last paycheck and then and then negative? All my shit is direct deposit. They can't stop my direct deposit. I've worked those days. Oh. That last Friday, that Friday I worked. I told myself on Monday. You've never had somebody like stop a payment for Hell like two no. weeks of work because you quit? No, nah, man. I'm going to sue the shit out of you. You stop my payment. Oh, okay. I'm going to sue. Because listen, yeah. you don't have to give a job two weeks. It's not mandatory. Yeah. Yeah, it's not mandatory. That's that's They, they certainly don't give you, you t- any notice exactly. when so, they fire you. Exactly. So it's that two week, you need to give me two week notice before you're done. Yeah, it might be in my contract, but I mean, I'm not giving you two weeks. Yeah. Because now if I write in my contract, hey, you got to give me two weeks to get my shit together and, and get fired. Then you'll have an issue because now I have two weeks to figure out how I'm going to get you back or this, that, and the third. Have two weeks. But you can put me in the office and say, hey, we're letting you go. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I ain't got two weeks yet. Yeah. Now we, I don't need to give you two weeks. I don't need to give you fucking two weeks. Yeah. Because if I died today and I was working a nine to five, they would have my fucking position filled the next day. So what am I giving you my life for, for you to just, for me to be replaceable at any moment? Yeah. Any moment. That's how I look at, that's how I look at working. Yeah. You're only as valuable as, as you, what you're bringing. Exactly. And now I'm like a little bit inspired by quitting because it, there seems to be some strength in it's, it it's in a, saying like, no, no more. No more. I mean- but do you kind of wish you would have rather like had that conversation with her? One hundred percent. I look rather back, than I look, going. I went to I look, the hospital and they said I'm crazy pants because yeah. of you. I can't come back. Yeah, I, I really, I really wish I would have handled it a little better, or like at least told them like, hey man, this job is stressing me out. This job is making me very depressed. This job is giving me a lot of anxiety. This job is giving me a lot of things mentally, and I probably need to step back for. I don't know how long. I'll let you know when I want to come back or if I am going to come back. Yeah. This is not a two weeks. This is a right now. You know what I mean? Versus, hey, I just want to let you know I got submitted my I submitted myself to a mental hospital. And I know they probably were like, what the fuck just happened? If, is it the ty- is that the type of, like, was this a workplace bully of sorts or just, like, somebody that was very disrespectful constantly that, like, no. I, I understand putting in the two weeks because you're like, okay, I'm going to put in the two weeks. I hate my fucking manager, but my coworkers are freaking dope, and I don't want to put extra work on them. I want to, you know, no, fuck them make too. this a nice, no, fuck like, transition. Fuck okay. Fuck them. <laughs> Dobby, you got to stop being friends with these fucking people. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. I don't go home with them. I didn't want to hang out with them. Fuck them, dude. Gotcha. I don't care if y'all have to fucking find somebody else to teach my classes. Fuck you. (laughs) Dude, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. That is the issue with work. It's like everybody's so so worried. Like, oh, man, if I'm not there, then they have to pick it up. So I got to go in. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You got to pick it up. Pick it up. Like, pick it up. (laughs) Like, my grandmother. Okay, my grandmother's 82 years old. And she is to this day still works. Uh, my mom's wow. my mom mom. She still works. She works at a school and she also works at Bush Gardens, which is a theme park in oh Virginia. Oh my god, now, that's precious. But now here's the thing, Davi. My grandmother 
I called her Saturday and I said, I called her for her birthday and I said, hey, what are you doing? It's your birthday. She goes, I'm just getting in from work. I said, grandma, you got to stop working. I'm, I'm, let me, let me, let me get, give me about a year and a half, two years. And I'm going to make it to where I can take care of you. Fuck it. And um, she goes, no, I'm still going to work. I said, cool. But, and I said, what did you, did you didn't ask for today off? She said, nah, they were low on staff. So they called me and I said, grandma, they using you. Yeah. They're using you. They know you're gonna they're gonna call you and you're gonna go pick up you're gonna go pick up run and pick up the ship. I'm, no, they know no. I'm reliable. No, that's bad. That's what I said. That's I said, Grandma, <laughs> make yourself unreliable. Like <laughs> stop don't say yes to all these people. No, they, they I needed some ships to pick up. No, you don't need no shit. You got my granddad's money from when he died. You making money over Stop, sit down. Rondell's a grandma. Yes. Yeah, Enter down. your unreliable e- era. Exactly. <laughs> though. Sit down, read a book, drink some wine. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's how I feel though. Like, yeah. Yo, I'm 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 very unreliable when it comes to working a nine and five. Don't call on me for shit, yo. Dude. Like, like don't call on me for shit. Like if I was your grandma and they didn't give me no days a off, a week, no days off, but like a week's no, like could you please do this next Tuesday? And it's like I could probably. Mm, limber myself up for that but by you, next but Tuesday. But you called me the day before? But if you call me the last minute, you don't fuck. respect my time. Yeah, you got me fucked up. I've noticed that in business a lot. There are a lot of people that they'll email you and be like, it needs to be done like yesterday. Sounds like a failure make of make, planning on your part. Make it make sense, Dobby. You want this to result in a fucking drop everything and do things. You make, didn't plan. Thank you. Make it make sense. This is not an emergency on my part because you didn't plan. Dude, and, it drives me nuts. And pushing back will not get it won't you get you, treated what? friendly, though. What? Like, Hell. standing up for yourself. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard any of this podcast <laughs> I have, I have. Like, but it's I'm. There's a common ingredient of like, get one point. They see you as efficient because you're you're Always figuring there. out how to do things 100%. in a different way. And then when you start going, hey, I don't think this is working anymore. They're like, all right, your efficiency has turned into I don't know. Let's call it toxicity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get her the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, I, no, I'm just standing up for myself. Yeah, finally, I'm yeah. Just standing up for myself, and it's not toxic. It's me being a put my big boy pants on, or my big girl pants, and saying. Fuck this. I'm not taking this no more. But I've seen so many of you quitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, there's so much power and passion and um, self-value. Like, like they can see me as replaceable all they want, but as long as I don't see myself like that. Hell, hell yeah, bro. You make a great point. Yeah. You make a valid point. You can see me as replaceable. I know I'm not replaceable. Yeah. Once you, once, I mean... Just in your, in your situation, like you're, yeah, re- they, you can't replace that. When you, when I see what when they your were... dumbass opinions start affecting my own Come of on, me, man. you know, and then you... yeah, you gotta go. And I, and I'm like, I'm asking all my friends, should I have quit? And they're like, I think your situation was gonna be a come on, man, fucking come banana. On, come on, yeah, man. like regardless. So I'm like, huh, and you're like, I have quit every job every I've job. ever. Done. I'm like, damn, yeah. tell me more. And you know what's crazy is I only been fired once. Like I got fired from a job where, and this, in in this job, I was actually upset about getting fired from, <laughs> which is crazy. That's yeah, which is crazy. I was, uh, I was, I did, I I did this tour. I did two tours. One of the tours, well, they're both dinosaur tours, where I do stand up comedy. 
for Children at this like dinosaur expo where all these kids are walking around and I got like a 30 minute set where I just do dinosaur jokes and I'm this like a uh, paleontologist comedian. That's and, like, awesome. So it's, I, and here's the thing, it sucked, but it was fun. Yeah. It sucked, but it was fun. Uh, I gotta, I it gotta, sounds like you're awesome with kids. So I'm I know, great, I'm I know. great with you. I am very good with you. Yeah. So <laughs> I know I do say fuck kids a lot, but I am very good with being with kids. I am. So, you know what I mean? Um, but I was doing this second, I was doing my second tour of this and uh, I think we're in Boston. We're in Boston. And here with this tour, um, they do crew work. So they got this thing where, you know, the actors and, you know, the comedians and all the entertainers, they have to do crew work and we have to break down the sets and, uh -oh. up the set. and I'm like, hey, man, that's cool. I'm not doing I'm not doing all of this shit. Though. I just want to let you know it's not what I do. I'm not a stagehand, man. Like, I mean, no offense to all the stagehands and all the grips and all the people that actually have to put the shit together and do I applaud you. That's what y'all love to do. I love entertainment. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't I don't want to touch nothing. I just want to get on stage, do my thing, get off stage, go home. And it got to a point to where, yeah, you would find me in one of like the uh, the car the cargo boxes just laying down sleeping before my set or you'll find me laying down doing breakdown and just laying down sleeping until everything's broken down was every was everybody else doing thirty minutes of comedy no no it can just you just me so and mind you Davi I had to build the set and that can be taxing build the set do my thirty minutes for from eight from nine o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock at night every hour on the hour oh 30, 30 minutes every so I was started I was started nine thirty. I would do give a thirty minute break, start at ten thirty, get a thirty minute break, start at eleven thirty, thirty minute break, till six till seven o'clock. So that was the most strenuous thing in and Boston. I think I I think I I got in in Chicago and I went four weeks and made it to Boston. Got to Boston, uh, was hanging out in Boston, did uh, did my show, did did the entire show. We the the last day of Boston, we pack up everything. My boss brings it. I mean, my manager, the uh, tour manager, brings me into his office. and Goes, hey, just want to let you know, uh, you got to go home. And I said, what the fuck do you mean I got to go home? He said, yeah, you're, yeah, they're letting you go. Because I guess one of the heads up of the entertainment company that puts these together came in and saw. And I guess they told him that Rondell doesn't do any work, which I don't. Understandable. I shouldn't have to. And I broke that down to you. Did you guys have contracts where you had to sign? To yeah, say you yeah. Gonna, like, and, lift I, boxes? and here's the thing. I said, hey, what's what's I'll do crew work. What does the crew work look like? Oh, man, you ain't really got to do nothing. All you got to do is like hang your clothes up and do this, that and the third. I said, cool. That, I could hang I can hang up my stuff and put my stuff in a box or no problem. I don't mind putting stuff in a box and pulling it out. That's my. Those are my props. I I I, I am in charge of that. Yeah. But when it got to, hey man, you got to build your stage. Hey man, you got to break down your stage. People can get fingers cut. Bruh, off hey man, you got to stages. You got to break down your stanchions. Hey man, you got to break down your curtains. Hey man, you got to put your curtains up. I, I I've like, seen it. Yeah, I've seen a finger fall off. One hundred putting those stages together and tearing them down. Like not just anybody should be dog, doing that. That's especially somebody that is that is not uh that is not equipped. I don't have the knowledge or like I don't know how to do none of that shit. Mm -mm. So he brings me to the office. He says, "Hey, we're letting you go in Boston." This this is how this is why this is what really made me upset. I said, you know what? I'm not mad. I wasn't mad that he let me go. Man, Did I'm you tell him you were a sadosaurus. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't mad. It's the dinosaur, right? Yeah. I was like, please tell me you made some kind of I, dino I joke. I did not make a to, dino to, joke with your exit. Okay, I did go. not. I was All really right. pissed. I didn't. I didn't have time to think like you that. Just made me a sadosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sad you lost this job. That sucks. Oh man. So I, I'm not. Fuck it. I'm not. <laughs> So at first though, uh, yeah. Oh, dude, I was super. I was super angry. I was more angry than I was sad. And the reason I got sad is because the way they treated at they treated me after they fired me. So, mm -hmm. um, 
they were like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta leave. And I was like, uh, okay, man. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll leave. And I was like, yo, uh, when, when is my flight leaving and where am I staying at before the, uh, for the night until my flight? They were like, you gotta figure it out. I said, wait a fucking minute. I said, wait a minute. You're telling me you're firing me in a city that I know nobody in and you expect me to buy a flight. Mind you, Davi, I had lost my debit card and my ID oh. the week prior. So I was waiting to get all that shit in the next city. So They were mailing it to the next yeah. city. So I'm like, you're firing me. In the city, I have no idea where I'm going, no idea where I'm at. I said, no, fuck that. I'm going to Chicago with y'all, and I'm going to fly out from Chicago, and you're going to give me a fucking flight. No, we can't do that. All right, you're not going to do it? Cool. So I called corporate. I said, hey, I'm going to need y'all to buy me a flight. I'm suing. Y'all got to buy me. You can't just leave me stranded in the city. Yeah. They bought me a flight that night Yeah. for the next morning. I said, I need to be put in a hotel near the airport. They put me in a hotel near the airport. They paid for that hotel. They paid for my tri my trip to the hotel. Nice. And after that, and I was like, but that was what I was so upset about, and I was crying because I I was so mad that y'all treat me like a dog. And you, just, you just want me to you're just gonna throw me out on the street. They weren't even gonna give me a ride to the hotel. They were gonna, get, hey, you gotta get an Uber or my dog, drop me the fuck off. Like that's where I was angry and I was upset about because I was like, dude, I gave y'all four or five weeks of fucking great work. I'm pretty sure nobody is gonna do what I did on this stage. Mm -hmm. I guarantee it. And um, and I did amazing. And for y'all to just throw me out like a dog and say, figure it out. That's where I was upset and sad because I didn't treat y'all like that. No, I didn't treat y'all like that. Yeah, so. the the respect does not go both yeah, ways. Yeah, man. And uh, and I always I think it's really telling how how people react when they fire someone. What? I think it's super telling. What? And, and how? That's how you really feel about. Me. Yeah, like you're like, oh, I put in you know this six weeks for this production of time and or, or this. 12 years yeah, <laughs> of like my time and labors and it's very telling it's very how, telling how they treat you and you go through so many emotions so at first you're like no i want this job why would you do this yeah no, i'm really good for this you guys need me right you're sad and then you go into angry town. you just you're fucking the pissed. roller coaster takes you to angry you're just town fucking pissed, and it just man. keeps getting worse and worse worse I was I was working at another like I, most of my jobs have been like swimming strategy jobs. I've never really had a like a real real job. Um, and uh, I guess I wasn't doing my I guess I wasn't teaching the kids how to swim how they wanted me to teach the kids how to swim. But my kids were swimming, so it's like, what do you want me to do, man? I'm teaching them how to swim, and they're actually swimming. So screw your method. Like this is how like I'm doing a very very good job of teaching these kids how to swim. And um, uh, my coach at the time just came into me in the locker room after I finished showering and was just yelling at me. And we just got a yelling match. And I said, you know what, dog? You know what? You got it, man. Uh, tomorrow, find somebody else to teach my classes. Okay. I'm going to holler at you. And he was like, nah, man, you got to come in. I said, do I? Yeah. I said, let me ask you a question. Do you sleep with me? No. Are you in my body? No. Are you in my head? No. Do you drive my car? No. Do you do anything for me besides give me a check? Are you my mom? Are you my mom? Mm -hmm. No. So you think that by you telling me, no, you can't or no, you won't, is going to phase me and be like, oh, that's the, you're right. I can't. Actually, it's going to make me not come in. I shouldn't even say shit. I, should just, <laughs> I gave you the benefit of the doubt and told you tomorrow I'm not coming. Teach, find somebody else to teach my class. And sure enough, yeah. I didn't show up. And two weeks later, I left. And I just, I, two weeks later, I called him up and said, hey, man. I find somebody to teach my class for the for the rest of the time. I'm out. And he was like, no, please don't leave. Bye, dog. Click. That's it. I'm a hollow. All right. And never look back. Yeah, man, I quit. I keep it moving. Man of a few words, yeah, but honestly, I, I the message moving. still gets across. It gets across. I keep it moving. Yeah. You know, I don't have time to sit back and go f back and forth with you or explain myself why I'm quitting or why I'm leaving. No, man, I'm leaving because I want to leave. You don't need to know why I'm leaving. Damn. Yeah, man. I don't give a fuck, Davi. Damn. I don't care. So, like, if you were in a job... Let's say that there's 
a package of money that oh. you get. Well, I've never, I've never experienced. If they I, have to, if I never experienced if that. If they're so like, I, get the fuck out, but here's some money, just shh, 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 yeah, and I feel take you. off. Yeah, so I'm like, if you had that opportunity where you were like, it's so toxic, um, but if I quit, I don't get that. I don't care. Yeah, money was never money was never like my motive to work though. Like, I was, yeah, I wasn't working because I, I wanted money. I was I was working because I just you know I just wanted to be financially like set, stable for a second. But I wasn't working because I wanted or needed money. I was working to be financially stable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so yeah, I can I guess you could say that was me working because I wanted and needed it. But I but, wouldn't say I needed it. I wouldn't say I wanted it. It was just niggas got bills. <laughs> like at the end of the day, we got to pay for shit. You yeah. know? You know what I'm saying? So, but. I would rather take my mental health uh, and mental freedom and, you know, my heart and all that shit over money any day. I could care less. Money comes and goes. That's... I'm broke right now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm happy. Man. Money. Broken happy. Yeah, broken good, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, money is not money is not. That's never been my force of drive for anything that I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to I will leave you in a heartbeat if I think that you are not messing with my money. But if you're messing with me mentally and messing with me emotionally, I'll leave you in a heartbeat. Okay. Fuck what kind of money you got. Yeah. I'm out of here because there's jobs everywhere. Everywhere. See, that's what we we need to flip that script of like, oh, oh, they made me feel replaceable and they fired me. You're as a job. Yeah. You're replaceable. You are replaceable. And I'm gonna use you just like I tell all my all my employers. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna use you just like you use me. I'm here for it's, that's I'm, what it is. I'm here for a check, dog. I'm yeah. not here to be your friend. I'm not here to hang out with you. I'm here for a check. You're here to you're here for me to work, right? I'm here for a check. I'm gonna use you how you use me. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be respectable, but I mean, this is what this working at a job is just that. I'm using you. Okay. I'm using you. You're using me. We're using each other to get to where we need. You want a billion dollar company? Like, all right, you gonna need me. That's how you do it. You can't get a billion dollar company without employees. So. So we are not our jobs, so everybody is coming in and they are giving me ways to fix small talk. Like I am asking every guest to help me fix small talk at parties and at social settings because what do people ask you first? What do you do? Yeah. And having your hobbies at the forefront of your mind, and I I think talking about your ideals instead of people makes you a better and more creative person. And I think talking about your interests, your hobbies and positive things instead of, we're hanging out on a Saturday. Why are you making my brain go back to what I'm gonna have to do Monday Monday, morning? You just took me to an anxious place. And I know that's me, Yeah, but why'd you do that at a party? You're bumming me out. You know what when, do you wish someone would ask you at a party? Uh yo man, you do cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem like small talk. I, but I guarantee after you do it, that talk ain't gonna be small I'm no like, more. <laughs> telling you, dude, I'm telling you, man. Listen, I don't do cocaine. I've done it before, but I don't do it. And I'm telling you, man, if you ever want to cut out the small talk, just be like, hey, you party? Let's you go party. to the bathroom. I guarantee you, y'all go to. But the... then, when you get up there and start doing the thing, you're gonna start talking about other shit than work. I guarantee it. You're gonna talk, start talking about oh. every person I've ever seen on cocaine is talking about business ventures, well, and endeavors. Depend- They're just like, we should start. Well, you know what it, we need to do? Just, we need to open a well, video store. Well, here's the thing. And I'll be like, what? Here's the thing about <laughs> it's it. 2023. It depends on what it depends on who you're doing it with. All right. And, That's uh, true. So if you're at a corporate event and you're, t- yeah, of course they're gonna do that. But if you're at a party, it's like a mix and mingle party. Oh my god! You know, you break out a bust down a bag, and you know, I just don't start. No man, but I, I don't. Just, I think there's something in the cocaine these days that just makes guys go crypto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> Let's <laughs> open a brick and mortar. <laughs> and I go, wow! <laughs> like oh, that shit is so fucking please funny. Please slow down. I can't. <laughs>
That shit is so fucking funny because it's so fucking true. Everyone is doing God, it. That it's shit is something so in the cocaine. Maybe you'll think twice before you don't try.